Welcome to Over the Back Fence. I'm Di Edwards. I'm Nicola Dale and we're buddies of nearly four decades and yes, we actually do happen to share a back fence. We do. <laughs> we love parties, people, inspirational stories and honestly, making the most out of life. <laughs> so join us as we open our hearts, share our stories and hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world and have a laugh <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome back, fences. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> That's our new line. What do you think? Welcome back, fences. Hey, welcome back, fences. Welcome back, fences. It's an interesting little ring, that one. <laughs> I like that one. Welcome back, fences. I'm Nicola. And I'm Daddy Doodoo. And yeah, we're here for another episode. We sure are. And we're excited because <laughs> we've got a fabulous guest. But just in the interim, <laughs> we've got something to say for the people who've been listening. <laughs> and it's so wonderful getting this great feedback. But we've also had some feedback that we talk over one another. You see, the, so the, 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 and the issue is, is that I think when you're either in a current affairs situation or even a morning show situation, you know, they're structured, trained, honestly, journalists, and there's a certain way that they operate. Yeah. Where with you and I, we're friends, and we've got a microphone in front of us. So when we go out, <laughs> I've observed, we both go, ready, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? On the weekend... I was on a boat with a few girls and I thought, I'm going to listen to this and everyone was talking at once. I and I thought, it's a girlfriend <laughs> thing because she's so excited to see each other. I think that's That it. you go, how do we do it? And then someone, I was talking to someone this morning that stopped me in the street and said, oh, look, I'm really enjoying the podcast. And I went, really? Have you heard us like talk over each other? And she goes, oh, not really. But look, she was an editor. And she said to me, if that happens again, you take a deep breath. And I'm laughing my head off because I'm imagining like, like you talk, you talk, pretend you're talking, go, hello, yeah. Oh, hello, hello, hello. (laughs) That's my breath. And yes, Nicola, that's right. Then you take a breath and I go, okay, hello, hello. (laughs) Daddy, daddy, daddy. I was thinking, how will that work doing the <gasps> breath? But look, we're, we're only early days. Exactly. And, and it'll all bed down. Early days, having fun. Yeah. So and we're so having some good laughs. Apologies, you know? but it's funny. Yeah. That's what we do. So it's sort of like we lessons learned. We do. And, you know, and we can't. Look, we'll, we'll certainly try. <laughs> To be well, aware around it, but uh, I think we're just so enthusiastic and so excited to be here in this environment and sharing our joy for life. And that was obviously what prompted us to do the exactly. podcast. Exactly. And I'll tell you what, we uh, came here in the car and we've actually got our VIP guest who joined <laughs> yes. us in the car. And yeah. I just think that that was nonstop talking here. No, and, and she <laughs> happened to know my um, brother-in-law, How's Mark that? Hunter from what? Dragon. Wow, that was very exciting, chatting about that. Yes. And many mm. a friend from... From back, back in, in those days. Back, we talk, you're talking back 70s, 80s stuff. You know, Unbelievable. When it was just sort of like... Showing my age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Great to be back. I just absolutely great yeah. to be back. And I tell you what, we're absolutely thrilled to have mm-hmm. Australia's music and entertainment <laughs> royalty, <laughs> Hello. Lizzie Morrissey, join us at our oh. back fence. Woo! <laughs> well, a little bit about Lizzie. A daughter of Maltese immigrants, Lizzie started out a dancer a former Miss Australian Beauty Queen contestant, then in the late 70s entered the world of the music industry, working alongside the late Michael Gadinsky and artists such as Paul Kelly, Split Ends, Jimmy Barnes, Joe Cocker, just to name a few. 
Lizzie, who studied acting herself and performed in theatre and musicals, her career took another turn when she met her now longly married husband, <laughs> highly regarded talent agent Mark Morrissey. Lizzie then nurtured the careers of people such as the Hemsworth, Jamie Drury and the late Belinda Emmett and Osher. Lizzie is a respected and visionary collaborator, organising events such as Keith Urban supporting the people of East Timor and has walked 21 days along the Great Wall of China with Olivia Newton-John raising money for cancer. And so it goes on. Uh, Lizzie now runs her own elite and successful management company, uh, Mrs M Creative, and it's certainly in big demand. Lizzie is a wife, a proud mum of two beautiful daughters, lives between Byron and Sydney, and I'm honoured to call her a friend. So we're thrilled to welcome the very cool and kind Lizzie Morrissey to the back Oh, thank you. Wow, God, so funny. I know we do long intros, but you know what? It's important because you've covered such a huge scope. Well, can I just start with saying I, I'm going to apologise to your <laughs> listeners because I'm I'm guilty of talking over people oh, as well. So with the three of us, this is going to be interesting. Oh, Coming from you, I will Except take that one on board. Let me tell you. Join the club. Seriously. Let's all do it together. One, two, three. Oh, no, 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 no. They've switched oh, off by now. Oh, okay, Lizzie, I think we're going to have to start with... There's just no way I'm going to start anywhere else. But tell me about working in the music industry in the 80s. I mean, my eyes water at the thought of working in the music industry in the 80s. Oh, so different to today. It is different to today. And I think all of us, and I've since met up with people because of so many memorials that we've actually been to lately, these incredible giants of our industry, that we're also humbled to have been part of the 80s in the music industry. It was, you know, it wasn't a highly paid jobs that any of us had. We just loved it. And we'd jump out of bed, you know. It wasn't anything like... another day of work. (laughs) It was really, honestly, what we absolutely loved. And you wouldn't survive if you didn't love it uh, because the hours were just crazy. You you woke up and you, you know, went to the office, you did your meetings, you ran around, and then you went to gigs at night and then fell asleep and woke up and <laughs> off you went three again. Hours. Yeah, exactly, three woke hours. Up, I actually did you remember, wake up next yeah. to? <laughs> you know what? Oh, I was not – I didn't start drinking till I was about 25, so I missed that whole – I was oh, not one of those. Dedicated. No, it was all about the music for me. But, you yeah, see, saying that, I used to wake up because I loved my yoga and I was a little bit of a wellness freak. So I would actually have these incredibly long nights putting everybody else to bed because they had – you know, an early morning shoot or an early morning uh, TV appearance or whatever. So I'd stay up with them after a gig, put them to bed, and then I'd take myself to bed. And then two or three hours later, I'd wake up for, for my 6 a.m. yoga class, in which case, you know, at the end of it, we'd sort of, you know, lie down to, to have our little rest. And I'd just warn the person next to me and say, can you just give me a nudge in case I fall asleep? And of course, <laughs> I used to fall asleep every single time. It was like, I'm out. I think 
think Lizzie was the original it. hippie. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't you think so? Like a bit of the wild well, child. Well, she was yogi back then. Yeah, was it wasn't really was, sex, yeah. drugs, and rock and roll back then. It was or? well, mm. I certainly was witness to it and around <laughs> it, <laughs> but I picked you up. You had to put them to bed. So I you had, had to, to be responsible. Yeah. Yeah. It grew on me. I learnt. <laughs> I learnt the way. <laughs> what sort of eventually? Uh, who are some of the more interesting mm. bands mm. you've worked with in the eighties? Oh, gosh. Um, Put to bed. <laughs> oh, Richard Clapton, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're still going too, isn't he? He's mm, still amazing. going. I mean, those guys who just are true songwriters for a start, so they've got so much life in them. You know, they're, they're, they're poets, so they're always looking for, you know, the next inspiration, and I think that's what kept the longevity going with them all. And they grow with their audience they grow with their fans and so you know there's, there's always an element of energy about them because that's what they're doing that's what they're about so I think people like that you know any songwriters who you know Jimmy Barnes James Rain you know all those oh, guys so are incredible yeah. what about they sky really, hooks I didn't really have a lot to do with Skyhooks, actually. I was a Melbourne girl and I had the biggest crush. She was my mm, first crush really? ever was Shirley Straw. And wow. I had a poster oh, of him and I used to pretend I could kiss him. <laughs> I did that with the David Essex. <laughs> David Essex was mine. Do you remember David Essex? Yes, I do. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, he was, Wait, so, he was good looking. Funny. But I have to say, now, Lizzie, I remember you telling me a story from Uh-oh. school days <laughs> This, I think you were born entrepreneur. Now tell us what happened when you organised some fundraising charity, and you were only a kid at high school, really. Hang on, the fundraiser or the school event or the. I think when you organised the band, and you know, like. So, well, there's two. So the first wow. one was I somehow convinced my principal at the school, and I think I was 15 at high school, <laughs> that you know, if you want to stop all the kids from going down to the creek to have a spliff for a, <laughs> or a, you know, take their wine or the, their flag and at Where that are thing, we in the world? Fairfield. In, okay, yeah. got you. Yeah, Love Fairfield this. Girls High School. Yeah. I just went in and I said, look, I've got an idea. And they said, okay, yeah, we're all ears. What is it? And I said, well, if you allow me to book bands for lunchtime concerts, it'll get everyone in the hall. And then we can also actually invite the boys' school because we weren't co-ed. That there was, was the, the boys' school, yeah. of course. And then <laughs> go, there was go. the girls' school. Incredible. So, yeah, so – and one of the, I remember the first band was a band called Black Feather whose young guitarist was Stuart Fraser, the late Stuart Fraser, who played with Noiseworks and John Farnham's band. And he was 15 as well. And he came out and he had a tutu on. And he looked at me and he said, are you the organiser? And I went, yeah. He said, how old are you? And I said, 15. He went, oh, so am I. Oh, that's incredible. And we just followed each other's career pretty much throughout our lives until, you know, he he passed away, I think, three or four years ago. I'm not sure now. But, yeah, that was one and it was it was great. The fundraiser was... <laughs> Fun without yes. the D. I love that. Fundraiser. Fun, the fundraiser. Yeah. Fundraiser was for Miss Australia... Because a lot of the component of Miss Australia back then was raising funds for a charity. Because you were selected as a, you know... I was scouted. Scouted, that's right. I was scouted. And I loved it. So it was actually where I first got got my thirst for, you know, putting on events. And we had a Hawaiian night at home, which mum loved entertaining, so it was perfect. And we had a games night and we had a fashion parade in the, the, you know, the fanciest restaurant that that was there at the time in Fairfield. And then I had this great idea because I was like getting so excited. Mm-hmm. We're doing so well after these three <laughs> events. So I said, uh, 
I can just put on a gig, like a really awesome gig. I've done it before at school. So the biggest, one of the biggest bands at the time was Kevin Borich Express. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I went, found out who their agent was, went to Sam Riggy and Robbie Williams from the Harbour Agency who were in North Sydney in the man building. Anyway, long good, story, good I, I just talked them into allowing me to book the band. They said, are you sure you can get, you know, the people? You know you've got to pay the band. They're expensive. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Leppington Inn, which is out whoop-whoop, mm-hmm. is allowing me to have the place on their Sunday, their quietest night. But, yep, I was you absolutely going to. But, absolutely, I was going to fill it, right? So, and they allowed me, they said, you take the sales, the door sales, we'll take the bar sales. So the night came. Well, am I laughing? No one. <gasps> Stop! Oh. No one. Oh, no. So, but oh. Kevin Borich and at that time, as, as all good agents would do, if you want Kevin Borich, then you have to take this other band that I'm trying to build up and, you know, sell – and I said, that's fine. Who is that? And he said, Paul Kelly and the Dots. How's that? What? And so you're going, Paul... who? No, no. And no one I went for it. Well, I was like, yep, So okay. hold on. So he was the pre before that was Kevin the extra. Burridge. Come off it. This is a yeah. long time, time ago. Don't they all regret it's the best it now. Story. <laughs> so then they, so they, they, you they, they agreed. I said, what do you want to do? And mm. they said, well, are you paying for this? And I said, yep. And they said, all right, we'll play. So Paul <gasps> Kelly and the Dots so and Kevin Boris <laughs> played to me and my five friends. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And tell cool. the lesson what happened with that too. With which I think is it. actually mm. the better story. Big <laughs> lesson. Which, big lesson yeah. in that, of course, Sam and Robbie mm. called me up and was like, what happened? I thought you said you had people coming. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know. I thought I did. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was so young. And uh, they said, all right, well, you know you still have to pay the band. And I went, yeah, okay. Oh, yep, absolutely. So I'd go and work in Woolies, Cabramatta, in oh. the deli department, earn, I think, $20 a week or whatever it was. And every Friday afternoon I'd get the bus and the train to North mm-hmm. Sydney and sit there at the end of their day and pay $20 and they'd take it and we'd always have a little chat. And then Did I'd they go, know what, the, what you were doing to earn that? Oh, and yeah. And you were yeah, a yeah. kid. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, I was a school this, kid. This is cool. It's, yeah. Mm. And then I do it again, turn around the next Month, oh, wow. next week and do it again. And then I th- I think they only let me do it for about still six weeks. Oh, I you might have been still paying it. Off. Yeah, I would be. <laughs> I actually wish I could remember how much they were. Yeah, I want to I have it somewhere. Yeah. That's amazing. But yeah, and then they just said, you know what, forget oh, about it. It's yeah. fine. Thank, you know, that how great that you're, you know, you didn't blink an eye. You just said, yep, I'm going to pay. So I'd go in each week and they said um, – at the end, I think it must have been about six weeks, and they said, we want to offer you a job. <gasps> really? Yeah. See, it's the story yeah, of yeah. life when yeah. you think you're rock bottom. Mm, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you like they ignited a spark in you for you to start and organise it, and look at the consequences. Yeah. Well, I don't think so I was terrible. rock bottom. I was ambitious and probably naive. Not wrong. But, <laughs> but doing the bus and the train, the thing, and your $20, yeah. Oh, yeah. working no, what you yeah, did. You owed, you, you, owed, know, you paid back. Good on you. Yeah. And, look, and so you got a job there and then that Got a job you. there. So that was my first probably real job. I think the first real job was the deli department. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was a door bitch, actually. <laughs> Were you? I love that. Yeah. Woo, Who was that for? Girl. Was that Fairfield? Matt, that. actually, well, 
I'm jumping now and I can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. the timeline of yeah. this. This is actually good for me because I'm trying to remember the timeline of everything. Get the cobwebs out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was a dancer. I was that's what I was training to be, it. a dancer. So and then I was hit by a car and pretty much broke everything. That's right. And oh. so one someone of my, said, "Don't do that. Don't go down that road." Well, I couldn't, yeah. unless I could be the dancer that I was before the accident. I wasn't going to do it, and I mm. so I chose not to do it. But when I got out of hospital, there was a local promoter in the area, Harry Della, and he said, "Do you want a job?" And I went, "Yes." And he said, "All right, well, come and you know, because I I couldn't stand up for long, so I was his doorbitch." Home and Cutter <laughs> Hotel, the Rydalmere Hotel, <laughs> uh, Sylvania. I don't. I can't bands. remember them. Yeah. Where did you get this confidence from, Lizzie? From a young girl? Was it just from your parents, or is it your DNA? I don't know if it was confidence. It was just or courage to try. I think it was courage. courage? Yeah, yeah, I do think it was courage. I think it was. It was heart courage, actually. You know, it was. You were into music too, so you're passionate. Well, my about dad was a drummer, oh, so I right. was, you know, I was that brought was up through your veins. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was brought up going to bed with, you know, the band rehearsing in our lounge room, <laughs> which I loved. You know, I was like, can I come here? Oh, I'll wash yeah. the dishes. Second day up later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it was a combination of just having a real love of something, and that's why I call it heart courage, because there's a difference between having courage with you know, out of a need or courage, head courage, which is what you need to do. But this just really came from my heart. It was like something that I really wanted to do. And if I didn't have the courage to do it for myself, it never, it won't happen. It just wouldn't happen. So that's what I did. Wow. Yeah. And through one of the gigs you met... Your husband, Mark, was it? No. How did, how did that you end up meeting Mark? That, was, yeah, us the that was a lifetime. How did you meet Mark? Like, how did that come, Mark Morrissey? So like, after I had my, you know, my first life, second life, whatever, however <laughs> you want to put it. How many after lives that, have you had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does cat have? Yeah, yeah. So after my whole, you know, the Harbour Agency, Mushroom yeah. Records, yeah. Uh, and then I went to the States and worked with various bands and then – I was burnt out at 25 pretty much That's and I was incredible. like, I want to do something else for me. So I cho- I came back and enrolled in the first school that was going that would, you know, I could get into, which was the Ensemble Theatre and I did my three and a half years of being an actor, which was weird because I'd had this whirlwind life and everybody else there was one younger than me and straight from school and their parents just paid for their course. So all of a sudden now I was back, you know, being uh, a hostess at the Travel Lodge in North Sydney for lunchtime to earn money to pay for my course. It was just different, but mm-hmm. it was something that I really wanted to do and I really enjoyed for the most part. But during one of the graduations at the ensemble, I met my husband. I was like, who's that guy? And what was Mark doing there? What, what he was an agent. Oh, he was yeah, a yeah. talent agent He then. was a talent agent, And yeah. he spotted you. Yeah. Well, we spotted each other <laughs> and we, yeah, um, we spotted each other. Let's I say. like that. So do I. Yeah, yeah. Instant attraction. Instant attraction. So did your um, career turn then from sort of acting and graduating, then you became part of the He brought, the yeah, he brought me to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, I did about two years of acting, I think, and then uh, 
he was producing a show and I went on the road with him because we were, you know, crazy in love. And I was like, I'm not going to go and do a show and be away for an, a year or four Good months. Or yes. you can't so we just join them. joined them. Yep. Joined him. Wow. It was go fun. So, so on tour with, with uh, I don't know, was it theatre then or was it, it was band? Theater. It was theatre. It was theatre. Okay. Mm. It was budget theatre. And mm. we st- he would drive... A, a van, and I'd be in the back with the posters and the glue, <laughs> jumping out wow. and sticking the you know wow. the posters on the, the pole. Yeah, the real McCoy. It was the real mm. thing. You did mm. the you know you did your dues, you did your dues, and it made you appreciate the whole you know procedure of of putting on a show and the work that goes into it. You just My worked. God. You just did, it. and we were together, Endless. so it was fun. How cool! It was fun. And then how did that mm. develop? As in both business and and you two and marriage and all of that. Well, it, nothing's without, you know, well, I mean, hopelessly in love is awesome. And then when you get to the nitty gritty and after years of it, you start to play different roles, I suppose, you know. So after the touring, then I quietly joined him in the office and I found a role for myself, which was mainly PR and marketing. I don't think I was, I wouldn't call myself ever an agent. The, he ha- he was the agent and he had other agents. I was really there as support to everybody and to all the clients there. So it was where I established myself as what I did at, in the music industry, I kind of did in the film and television I- industry with the talent. And a lot of agents back then didn't really do that. They didn't PR, they didn't have press releases. They didn't, you know, encourage invites to premieres and things like that so I kind of you know that was your forte though that was my forte so I just started that really and just started introducing talent and PR agencies with each other and saying why don't we do this or you should be inviting them or let's do a red carpet for that or how beautiful they're complimenting each other they do it's wonderful Yeah. yeah so that's that's really was my role at at Morrissey's and then very much mentoring a lot of the younger talent that was coming through. Sometimes it's just great either to have a female there that they can, you know, and a mama type. Absolutely. You know, a carer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, they call your mama Lizzie. Yeah. Mama Lizzie. Lizzie. I mean, mama yeah, Lizzie. it's that the Maltese blood, baby. Yeah, the yeah, no, yeah the mama. Nurturing. And the other thing is, is also I was reading about some of the, the big names later on with the Morrissey management and how... You know, you call them a family more oh, than, more than um, you know, representing them, the, these particular celebrities really at the end of the day. But, you know, to call them family, that, that, that says a lot about both of those people. Mm. Well, I think because yeah. they were that, you spent so much time, you knew so much about each other. It was a very inclusive agency. Right. You know, we'd have these softball games that we always did each year, which I started way back in the music industry (laughs) days. We used to do every Sunday. We'd meet at Cooper Park and there was always a softball game with whatever artists were in town at the time. Great way to congregate. Yeah, it's fun. Melting pot, so to speak. And we're all, you know, we're probably all at the same gig till three o'clock, you know, the day before, (laughs) the evening before. And so we'd turn up and, you know, at Cooper Park, Maybe a little bit hangover, maybe not. Maybe it was someone's birthday mm-hmm. and this wonderful French chef, uh, Laurent Gonfant, if it was someone's birthday, he'd make a birthday cake, which ended up being thrown at each other. <laughs> yeah. It was like just try fun. and pronounce the name after yeah. a ha- with a hangover. Yeah. No. It would have been honk. 
has <laughs> done the cake. Laurent like, <laughs> Gonfant. <laughs> you said that very well. Yeah. We absolutely mm. encourage them to bring their families. So we got to meet, you know, their partners and their kids. And my dad, his work, because he worked for the Catholic Club. So he, the only day off that the club had was Good Friday. So we would have a family picnic on Good Friday that they'd invite all their employees and their children and we'd have this incredible time and I just remember that being such a special moment and I think that's why I wanted to bring it to Morrissey's because it was yeah as you said it was a community. And what was the sort of criteria for you selecting them because I can only imagine it's such a competitive industry and so many people want to be an actor and just maybe just don't have the talent or maybe it's not the luck or the look. And letting what, people down. What, what do you look for? My husband had a very good eye, I have to right. say. He mm-hmm. just knew how to... to pick him, a pick star. S- a star, mm-hmm. yeah. Like Luke Bracey. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you represent Luke Bracey? Luke, we, we used to. Yeah. We yeah. Have, he's, I think yeah. he's yeah. spending more and more time in America now. And, and so. the Hemsworth? Yep, Chris um, was... Chris? Liam? Liam? No, definitely Chris and Liam. Luke we did for a long time. Wow. Yep, so... Well done, they've succeeded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's worth of just biggest wow, walled over now. They're ma- massive. And the wonderful yeah. thing I think about when you have an, uh, you know, an artist with longevity is that you know Mark started repping Chris when he was still in on Home and Away. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. And and Liam wasn't doing anything. And I remember the meeting that Mark had with Liam. I think we were in Melbourne doing something, and Liam came to the hotel, and he was like so shy and awkward mm. and just gorgeous. And I. Th- think his first job was Neighbours, is that right? I'll have to check that. And then then also your motherhood, because you've got two beautiful mm, children yeah. as well. Now mm. they're daughters in what, their 20s. And yeah. they, they're in the biz as well. Yeah, Piper's not anymore, but she definitely dabbled. She understands the business really well. She actually worked with Mark for a little while. Um, she was an actress for a little while as a child. She's, I think still, I may be proven wrong, but I do believe that she's still the youngest ever nominated actor for oh, an do. actor award that? wow that's incredible she just didn't like the limelight and didn't like the attention and, yeah. cool you and know. your eldest she's and now but mia, mia knew what she wanted from a very early right. age and stuck to her guns and continued and she's the most beautiful singer songwriter actor writer wow. she's written her own play she's written she's yeah, she's a force. Keep she's an eye beautiful. out because she's about to. She's, she's doing. She's just, on stand at the moment. We just saw the show on yeah. a bus stop driving yeah, yeah. here. Um, so she's on stand, and she's got another one that she's done. She spent half of last year in um, Tasmania. Mm doing as well but I saw her in Rent too and she's just absolutely Rent. she she was actually mesmerising so what about you're you're now in your 60s Lizzie so how is life how funny is that how fabulous is that how does that happen you look amazing I know truly you do you do you haven't had any work done you've got the natural how do you find it great what being 60 yeah 60s and I think I'm in a better place I feel not that I don't think I was not in a, ever a bad place. Well, actually, yes. No, we've all been in those places. Everyone's, yeah. Everyone's yeah. been in those. Yeah. I don't know. I think we can laugh at you know, laugh at each other and ourselves more you know, now. It's true. It's refreshing, you isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's freeing. It's freeing. It yeah. is. Yeah. Not, yeah. You know, okay. So age equals freedom. 
Age equals freedom. Yeah. That's a great one. And laughter. You were laughter. saying the car. Laughter. We can just, yeah. in fact, we're always in trouble here because we're always laughing too much. We're singing. But and really, how gorgeous is that? Exactly. But I think that's also what keeps you youthful. Yes. You know, doing what you love. Yes. Doing what you love, having people around you. Having a great group of girlfriends, I Essential. think, is just... Yes. I'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah I think we'll drink to that one too. Cheers. cheers for that cheers. one cheers. as well. Cheers, cheers to yeah. girlfriends. Cheers. I think Jimmy Barnes told me this once mm. and he said, because we all know that Jimmy's done, you know, everything that there is to do Lots in a children, lifetime. <laughs> um, but a he wife. loves oh, what stunning. he does. He, lo- yeah. he absolutely loves what he does. And he told me this years ago and I was like... Yeah, that's true. You know, I, I that's if there's anything to keeping me youthful in you know in in my mind, it is that doing what I absolutely love and speaking having of, people around me that I love. What and do that you love do me. now that you've yes, started a tell your us, own yep. boutique agency called Mrs M Creative? So tell us mm, about yeah. that. So Mrs M could be Mrs Morrissey, it could be Mrs Magnificent. I, Mrs. I think it's a great name. <laughs> Mrs <Truly>. Management. <laughs> you name um, it. I and I didn't it. know what I wanted to do, by the way. It was a, a name that I thought could evolve into whatever I evolved into, which in the beginning was really an extension of what I was doing at Morrissey's. But there was this wonderful man that walked into Morrissey Management by the name of Mark Olive, Indigenous chef, world-renowned, and he walked in after having a bit of a lull in his life and wanted representation. And and he was brought in by his beautiful friend, a mutual friend, Mark Cuban. And we sat there and we talked and I was just, I can't let you leave this building without, you know, taking you on. He wasn't right for Morrissey Management, so hence, you knew he had something. Absolutely, a hundred percent. He was yeah. just the most. He is. God, it sounded like you were dead. Sorry, darling. <laughs> <laughs> he was. <laughs> He's alive now. He's alive now. <laughs> no, we're having the life. best year. It's yeah. so good. So yeah. Wow. So that that was the start of it. So all of a sudden, I started managing chefs, and I was like, okay. This is, you know, same, same, basically. They're the rock stars of today. And it's called Why Not? I I guess what I do is I find someone like Mark that Mm. I just go, there's just something about them. And I create a career for them based on who they are. So it's like, sit down, tell me about yourself. What are you interested in? And that can be in the food industry. That can be as an actor. That can be in the music industry. That can be a writer. That can be in the wellness, you know, industry. And that's what I do with the people that I manage. There's another section of the agency which is PR. Yeah, yeah PR, just PR, compliments. PR. It's PR with the heart, isn't it? So PR you with do, the heart. You, well, you do have the oh, biggest love. heart. You do, particularly with charity. Like, oh, so, yeah, tell like, us. I mean, that, like, how was it uh, you, John? You know what's fascinating? Yeah, this beautiful. is this blew my and mind. You were saying in the intro about saying, 21 like, days walking 21, the but Great you know what? Wall of China. But, but she walked with. I mean, obviously, oh, yes, you, you mentioned yeah. it was Olivia Newton John oh, yeah. for cancer research, but but Lizzie went with Cliff Richards. Joan Rivers, my girlfriend oh, Helen, that's hilarious. listening, will go mental. <laughs> Jane Seymour, James Rain, who I adore, etc., etc. Et they did a 21 day walk across the Great Wall dying. of China. I mean, <laughs> how amazing. random out there. I mean, particularly, I might add Joan Rivers. What a giggle that would have been. But oh. how did tell her? I mean, where yeah. do you start? Like, yeah. she arrived in heels, by the way. Oh, of course. Oh. <laughs> of course she would have. Trying Joan. to. Tr- 
you know, That's walk the amazing. walk with with high hills. But she only was there for a day. <laughs> oh, okay. She was like, no photos. way, I'm not doing this. So she left. <laughs> it's a bit steep. Sorry, Whereas someone like Cliff Richard, who was absolutely awesome. Wow. And we would have sing-alongs on the bus. So wow. we were, there were two buses uh, and we were in the naughty bus, of course. And <laughs> you never. Lane Beachley, Kirk, oh, just yeah. just some incredible people. So I convinced Clifford to sing on the buses, so it became our thing. After we might each add walk. Kirk from which band? Oh, in excess. Thank sorry. you very yes. much. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we yeah we we had a hoot. We definitely had a hoot. And, and Scott Wolf, the beautiful oh. actor Scott Wolf, American actor. All handpicked by Olivia. All handpicked to, to so walk. Over this wall for 21 days for cancer so, research. Well, it was for her cool. uh, wellness centre, the Olivia Newton-John yeah. Wellness Centre. Brilliant. So <laughs> I was there. I have to say why I was there. So I was there for my very dear friend, yeah. Belinda Emmett. Oh. So I oh. introduced... You managed Belinda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, she was one of my sad. best friends, oh. absolutely. Beautiful soul. And, yes. Mm. And so the connection was with Olivia and Belinda and Jay McGrath, for that matter. So the mm. three of them, you know, we, we kind of introduced them or I introduced them to each other. So when Olivia was doing this, she said, you have to come on behalf of Belinda. So I walked on behalf of Belinda. Oh, that was extra special. Yeah. Oh. So you we, didn't, you wore the right shoes. <laughs> we got them, yes, we got them sponsored, but actually they, I'm not going to say who they were because they weren't actually great because oh. we slid all the time. Oh, that sounds dangerous. And Ian Thorpe, who was there as well and walked with us, they lost his luggage, so he didn't have any shoes. So he did pretty much a whole day in bare feet. Wow. Yeah. From high hills to bare feet. Some high hills Variety, darling. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other night about someone that was doing a charity and, and how they said how good they felt after after mm. doing something, whatever it was, yeah. after 3 a.m. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, and he said, I've just been on a high for weeks. Yes, yeah. You yeah. know, like, and, and look, it's not like I'm so good I did that. No, it's called we are part of a big community this earth mm. that we live on. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and it's called balance, is it not, Lizzie, at the end of the I'm day? I'm Libra like, Sun, Libra know? Moon. Libra I'm completely Libra. about balance. You right. Balance. Everything, you know, yes. in my life is, you know, mm. just, I think it just beautiful? naturally... I gravitate to that balance. But you know? can you make a decision? So I can yeah. make big decisions. I can't make little decisions. I it's love like, it. yeah. Okay, and who whatever. makes those for you, <laughs> Mark? Mm, he gets very frustrated with that. I have to say, <laughs> he'll be like, "No, you go. Make no, a I go. No, you go. No, yeah. I go." You cook the bacon. Go you on cook for the bacon. Bit. I cook the bacon. You cook the bacon. Yeah. And then I go, "Oh, well, right." <laughs> <laughs> but you, so you're good with big decisions, and big, that's good for big decisions. Most decision. important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, because I know what I want. Yeah. You know, ultimately, I think we all do. Yeah. Actually, yeah. and staying true to that is the difficult part. You really dedicate, you commit yourself. Well, your commitment's a big yeah. one. You have yeah. to commit yourself. But you found yeah. a passion, haven't you? You found that you probably. I think right. my my passion mm. is people. It's oh, humanity. Oh, I'm going to drink to that. To that. Cheers yeah. again. Yeah, this is all about cheers. To that's us. That's like with the yeah. podcast too. Is a passion yeah, project. That's what it's all about. And uh, you know, you really are just mm. like absolutely inspiring, Lizzie, mm. isn't she? You know, unbelievable. Just, and you're real, and you're authentic, and you're a hard worker, mm. and you're humble. Now, Lizzie, we've got to ask some oh, yeah, signature yeah. questions here. Do you want to start, Tidy? All right. The the first one. Uh, if you had the opportunity, if you saw your twenty year old self. What would you say to her? What sort of advice would you give her? Mm. So I get emotional when I ask that yeah. question. Yeah, it's um, 
I don't think I, – I didn't feel like I got a lot of support because I was misunderstood as a child, you know, uh, creatively. And so I would say – and I do believe this was what actually kept me going through my life – is don't doubt yourself. Whatever you're doing, just keep doing because you're doing what you believe in and what's right. Um, I think that is what I would say to myself. I'd just say just continue. And don't feel like you have to please everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wow. a big one. Mm-hmm. Here. Please, yes, yeah, that's please beautiful. Because that's exhausting. Yeah, it's really exhausting really and that's is. probably the one thing that's got me into trouble through my life. You know, wanting to please everybody, and then we're all saying that from that generation we are a lot as females so, yeah. too. We've yes. been brought up that way as yeah. people pleasers. Yeah, I think yeah. younger generations probably like our kids aren't so much. They know the boundaries. They know to mm. say no. But wow, yeah, that's so yeah. beautiful. Now, Lizzie, if one, you Nicole. could share a back fence with anybody <laughs> on planet Earth, who would it be and why? Mm. Oh wow. Well. Can it be a family? Because I'm going to choose family. So there's 12 months between my brother and I and my brother tragically passed when he was 33 Mm. and he left behind two young children. Mm. So I would love nothing more. And, you know, when, when someone dies suddenly, there's so many things that you haven't said or wish that you had or time spent. And, and I've had a lot of people die in my life, by the way. But mm. um, but I think this one's the most profound one for me is, and, and because of his children, I would love to hang over the back fence oh. with my brother and his two children. Oh, how beautiful. Oh, Lizzie, that's, that's so yeah. extra special. Yeah. It I really think that is. would be. I'm sure he would love that too. Yeah. He really and his would. children. And his, and his children. children. And well, I'd love Lizzie, to ask, I'd love to ask, what's the first thing you'd say to him? What's the first Hello, thing? Hello, handsome. Oh! Because oh, he always was. signed off, oh. your handsome brother. Oh! <laughs> that's Beautiful, well, thank you so, so much for beautiful. joining us at our back fence. Absolutely, joy, heartfelt. You know, we really do love yeah. you. So, thank so, you yeah, so thanks much for listening, and we'll yeah. be back here next Monday for a bit more of another be. episode. Watch out, here we come again. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do? We're going to like follow. Yep, we're going to we follow, and you're going to review. And, and you're how many say, stars? Because we like a few stars, don't we? This week it'll be ninety-six. And how many do we need? We need five, five stars. And I say 96 stars. So we're saying that's the only way community <laughs> grows. I, so if you can do that, that would be great. But thank you and for so listening. And thank today. you, Lizzie. We talk Woo, over each other. Yeah, we love you. Take care, Lizzie. Bye bye.